0: Scorpio, you are up for the February Love Energy Reading. Before I go any further, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Okay, so this is the love reading. Obviously, um, the general readings are already up for those who follow the channel. If you don't follow the channel, you might want to subscribe and like if it resonates with you and all that other jazzy stuff. I will start working on the money readings after the love readings. Whatever reading you watch or listen to, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. If it's not your story, don't try to make it fit. I'm just a person here reading energy and tarot cards. You know your story better than I ever could. Now that I said all of that, let's go ahead and hop into the reading. I'm using the Pleasure Oracle. To pull a card or two. So let's see what we get. May I have the energy. For Scorpio. For February. May I have the energy. For Scorpio. For February. May I have the energy. For Scorpio. February. What is it that Scorpio needs to hear? What is it that Scorpio needs to hear? What is it that Scorpio needs to hear? Okay, I ended up with three cards. Okay, so first card, Divine Imperfection. Divine Imperfection. And it says, you have a right to feel at home in your body by any means. You have a right and a responsibility to breathe and appreciate the pure life flowing within you. Your blood pumping. Your extremities moving. All of it. Event... If your body often fails you. This should be even if your body often fails you. Even if it doesn't feel like yours right now. Even if it's laden with aesthetic flaws. You are alive. Imperfectly so. That's what makes it so raw and real. Action. Everything beautiful and romantic about life is transient. Impermanent. And imperfect. The asymmetrical limbs of a tree are poetry. So too is your sacred, wondrous physical vessel. Gaze at it, touch it, sense its poetry, treasure it. So, to sum this up in just a few words, because this was a lot, body appreciation. That is what this is talking about body appreciation. Learn how to appreciate your body. I'll give you an example. Do you know that some people are into stretch marks? (laughs) Dead serious. Some people are into stretch marks. And I don't view them as good or bad. It's just kind of like, okay, whatever. They're stretch marks. But there are actually people who are into stretch marks. And for some people who have stretch marks, they feel insecure about it because they feel that it's not a beautiful thing for them. But again, some people are in the stretch marks. I'm telling you this to make the point of the thing that you may feel insecure about on your body might actually be the exact thing someone is looking for on a body. Just saying. Everyone has different taste. Everything, well not everything, but I probably say like 99% of the things in life are subjective. It is all about how a person sees it how you see beauty, how I see beauty, how the next person sees beauty, we all might have totally different opinions of what we consider to be beautiful. And for that reason, you shouldn't get too caught up in, oh, well, my body isn't that beautiful or oh, well, I'm insecure about my stretch marks or oh, well, I'm insecure about my weight or oh, well, I'm insecure about my hair or my nails or what have you. Because first of all, Certain things can always be updated. If somebody's insecure about their weight, they can lose weight if they want to do that. At the same time, what is overweight? That you can do the scientific term. However, comma, when you're dealing with the world, some people may view overweight differently. Where let's say you're five foot 10 and you weigh 170 pounds. Someone might be like, oh, 170 is too much. But then another person might be like, 170 is not enough. They need to weigh about 180, 190. You know, it's all about how people see things. Don't get caught up in your physical body too much because there are people out there who will appreciate your body for what it is. But the main thing is you have to appreciate your body for what it is. You can always change things. There's nothing wrong with that. I always tell people, do what works best for you. Do what makes you happy. Don't do it. To make other people happy or to impress anyone. Do what makes you happy. If you want to lose weight, go ahead and you lose weight. If you want to gain weight, go ahead and gain it. But the point of this is, is saying you need to be appreciative of your body. Once you are appreciative of all of your body. Not just parts of your body. Once you become appreciative of all of your body. Then other people will learn to appreciate it as well. That's what that is saying. Now, this one, defiant vulnerability. Defiant vulnerability. And this says, growing up, we're taught that sex is taboo and shameful. Then, in mainstream adult depictions, it's portrayed as robotic, typically clinical, unimaginative, unimaginative, and made through a violent Eshet, male gaze. Defiant vulnerability falls outside of the binary of covert versus overt dynamics. And instead allows sexually to be exactly what it is, human or sexuality. Action. That means acknowledging that emotional being inside the body. It means unashamedly sharing our needs, wants, and particular appetites. It means authentic communication at all times. And it means being unapologetic about voicing how you feel. Anything less isn't sexy or subversive. It's social and cultural obedience. Say what you need to say. So the short of this is, and I feel this is more sexually based. It can not be life in general, but this is for me, this is more sexually based. This is saying, don't be afraid to speak up. I was watching an episode yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Pretty sure it was yesterday. Of um, Trina and Carisha on, on the show Carisha Please. And they were talking about sex. And Trina was talking about, look, you have to do this, 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 and this. If you're not going to do this, it's not going to (laughs) happen and stuff. Like she was very, this is what I want done. If you're not going to do this, how can we make this work? Because if you doing something different, isn't the vibe was her thing. I feel for some of you, you may not want to, especially because you're a water sign, even though Scorpio is probably the most blunt out of the water signs, but you're still the water sign. And you may not always want to just go there when dealing with someone in the physical, where it's like, okay, this is what I want. I need for you to do it this way. I feel some of you might be quiet when it comes to that. Not all of you, but some of you. And that card is saying that it's okay to speak up and say, all right, this is what makes me fulfilled sexually. These are the things that I like to do. In addition to that, it isn't just saying just voice your opinion. It's also saying it's okay to get emotional. It's okay to have emotion in it. Um, These days, it's more transactional. It's more, okay, I'm attracted to you. You're attracted to me. Let's go ahead and get our instant gratification on after that's done. That's it. You go your way, I go mine, and then we, we meet up when we want to do that again. This is saying that it's okay to allow some emotional, uh I'll say energy, some emotional energy to come into play when connecting with someone. If anything, the emotional energy being added to it will only intensify the encounter. And for some of you, maybe you don't want to let that emotional energy get involved that much because... You don't want to be too vulnerable where if this person isn't available anymore, you don't want it to hurt as much. So I feel for some of you, you may not have the emotion involved as much because you don't want to hurt as much if that person can no longer be part of your life or if they don't want the same things that you want outside of the bedroom. So that's kind of the energy I got off of that. And let's get to the third and final card. It says, love revolution, love revolution. And this says, shame, guilt, and victimhood create powerlessness. But when we're in a dark place, courting anything else feels like a denial of our path. It's true that we need to feel our despair in order to heal from it but embracing wonder and joy is not a denial. It's our way through it. Action. Love is strength. Love is resilience. Love doesn't shout. It whispers. And yes, it's a force so powerful that only it can wake you from a life that feels like a bad dream. Integrate your anger. Accept your hurt, but don't identify with it. For only love can set us free. See if you can in, see if you can counter the fearful thoughts you notice having with a ridiculously loving thought. So, this is more about love itself and remaining balanced. Don't get hung up on the things that have happened to you whether they were in um, romantic relationships or just relationships in general. See if you can focus on the good times and the things that love has brought you that have enhanced your life instead of staying stuck on anything bad that may have happened to you in the past. So that's what this is saying. It's about a love revolution saying that love is stronger than hate. And it's more about which one would you choose to embrace. And this is saying embrace love. All right. Let me take a card or two from the tarot, and then we'll wrap this up. Can we clarify the cards on the table? Can we clarify the cards on the table? And then I just heard in my head, you loving you. Can we clarify the cards on the table? What is it that Scorpio needs to hear? What is it that Scorpio needs to hear? What is it that Scorpio needs to hear? I have some cards, please. Thank you. You gave me two cards. Ah, yeah. Wow. The Hangman came out in the reverse, and the Devil came out. So you have. I just heard no more sacrificing. That's what I heard. No more sacrificing. You loving you is what this is. There's going to be some type of enlightenment, which it wouldn't shock me because we just had a new moon in Aquarius. So thoughts are probably going through people's heads left and right right now. Um, Hangman is Pisces energy. It can be about enlightenment because somebody is putting themselves in a different position so they can see things from a different um, viewpoint. When it's in the upright, that means something has been learned. Some new information has been gained. Also hangman can be about sacrifice too. So when it's upside down, I feel there's no more sacrificing. I feel that this is learning how to balance the other side with the hangman in in, um, in the reverse. With the devil. I feel there's something that's been learned here. For some of you, you may not have appreciated yourself as much in the past. You'll start to appreciate yourself more. Wheel of Fortune. I didn't even mean for this card to come out because I was trying to get it more of a rhythm going and then it slipped out. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. So, yeah. Will of Fortune. That's what... Let me take another one. Because I don't want to just leave it on that. I need to... Thank you. So, yeah. Four Swords. This... I don't know why. I just heard with this card when I was looking at it. You're learning how to control your thoughts. That's what it is. You're going to get some type of enlightenment. If you don't have it now... Don't be surprised if something like if it just clicks in February where you're like, why was I even thinking about that? (laughs) That might be your energy. Why was I even thinking about that? Bottom of the deck. Yeah. Ten of swords, which makes sense. You're you're done with it again. Something's been learned. You have a new enlightenment and it's going to be you loving you.